Hey, my name is Delina. Welcome to the Unravel Podcast. My name is Nina. Welcome back to the podcast where we talk about life, real estate, investing. So today, I was thinking we could chat about income. Okay. Primary income, side hustles, additional sources of income, and kind of how we can add that in and how people can add that in. And yeah. So what are Absolutely. your thoughts? Um, I, I love that topic. Um, I think it's very important to have other streams of income. Um, I've always heard that like, if you have five streams of income, like that's like the perfect, um, not perfect, but maybe that's like the, the, that's one way to become very successful. Um, so I know for me, like one of my goals is to at least have to shoot for five by the time I turn 30. Um, so I've got, about four and a half years and I'm at two. So I'm pretty excited to see what the other ones look like, which I already have plans in mind for what those other ones are going to look like. Mm. Um, but for me, my primary source of income would be real estate. I've been doing it since I was 18. Um, and then my secondary source of income would be the other business that I have, which is short-term rental, Airbnb, vacation rental management, um, which I really enjoy doing. Um, but I think it's very valuable for anyone to look at having other streams of income, um, not only because it's extra income, but also just because like if, you know, something happens with the first source, you know, you have a secondary source or a third source that you've, um, that you've built up over time to give you, you know, other sources of income. Yeah, definitely. And I think we have to be careful because, you know, especially since the pandemic on TikTok, Instagram, you see all these people coming on and saying, you know, make $10,000 in two days, you know, buy my course. <laughs> well, Guess what? They're making the money from you buying the course. Uh, so really <laughs> finding true. out what works, but also what's sustainable, what's something that you're passionate about. So because true. over the long term, you might get burned out. You know, for me, I know there's real estate, rental income, investments and things like that. So finding something that you actually enjoy. Uh, my coach always says, if you can try to turn a hobby into a hustle. I love so that. if there's concept. something you enjoy doing anyway, then try to turn that into an income producing asset. Um, you know, for me, I draw. And so, you know, having an Etsy shop or something to where it's certainly not your main source, but it's just a little bonus on top. Uh, for some people, they may, you know, deliver Uber Eats, let's say, and they love that. They can listen to their podcast or music, do whatever. They should be listening to the Unravel podcast. Um but yeah, what are some things that, you know, someone could incorporate into their life? Let's say if they are not in real estate, they just have a salary nine to five, but they want to kind of increase their income so they can potentially invest in real estate in the future. Um, I think Amazon is a great resource. Um, I know Amazon has, is just incredible. It's just an incredibly huge company, um, that offers people multiple different ways to bring in income. Um, I know at one point for myself, that was something I had considered doing as like one of my third sources of income. Um, and it's a lot, I mean, it, it involves a lot of research and, um, just making sure you're doing it correctly, especially if you're investing money into it. Um, I know it's something that my sister had done previously. She didn't, it didn't go very well for her, unfortunately. Um, but like any, like all things, anything takes, anything successful, anything's good is going to take time and sometimes even an investment to see it produce. Um, so I know that's something I had considered at one point and maybe still may do, but again, I want to make sure I do my research, um, into it to make sure that when I invest money into it or invest my time alone, that I'm, you know, it's going to be fruitful for me. Um, 
and that's one of the one of the simpler things I would say you could do. And I, let me rephrase that. I won't even say simpler. Um, I wouldn't even say anything simple to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one of the things that are very popular that I think anyone could could utilize as another source of income because there's so many different ways that you could be a um, an Amazon seller to sell products. Rather, you you know do large shipments. You go to TJ Maxx or Marshalls and you buy things there and then you resell them online. Um, I think that's a great idea. Um, I think anything in sales alone is a great industry is just great for another source of income. I feel like when you're doing sales, there's no maximum amount of money that you can make. It's whatever you put in the time and energy to, um, to make for yourself. Mm-hmm. So that's just my personal, that's just my personal thoughts and what I've seen on TikTok. Cause that's like, that TikTok is my news. That's where I see everything. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's pretty big on there that you could educate yourself through that to determine if that's a good fit for you or something that you want to do. Yeah. Um, and also something like you mentioned Etsy that sells as well, mm-hmm. utilizing your skills and having a, putting a product on there that just constantly makes money for you without having to go in and render it or change anything or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Like that's a great source. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As an example, <laughs> some people that they will sell digital products. So they yep. create something one time and then they sell it. I mean, you could be sleeping and making sales. Mm-hmm. So thinking of something that's working for you when you don't work. Yes. That you can yeah. make money in your sleep. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, we only have so much time, so much energy, so many hours in the day. And so what can we add that is working when we're not? That's really the key. And it takes research. Sometimes it takes an investment of money, but certainly time. And so I think it also comes back if you're going to be in sales or add sales into as a side hustle, working on yourself as a person will just increase your business. Um, Correct. You know, it's kind of one of those things where... You have your main source of income and then adding little things along the way. And it seems small. For example, rental property. Unless it's just like a slam dunk deal, typically you're not cash flowing a crazy amount. It's conservative. And then, of course, you know, something breaks down, you have to fix that. You know, a tenant maybe doesn't pay rent, you have to evict them. There's always a give and take there. But just having that sustainable, Mm -hmm. really, truly real estate is such a great side hustle when it comes to the investment standpoint, because even if somebody, if you bought the property and you decide later, you no longer want to be a landlord, you have that appreciation there, but getting from point A to point B, you know, because the real estate investment is pretty big. Um, it takes little steps along the way. So, um, yeah, it's just something that I've talked about with a lot of people because with the economy, the way it is with inflation, the way it is for a lot of people, their salary is not enough. Yeah. It's funny. Inflation, like cost of living goes up, but income stays the same. So you, at that point, you've got to figure out what am I going to do for myself personally, personally to match the inflation that's going on in the, um, Mm -hmm. in the increase of what I'm trying to say. Well, the cost of living, yeah, the cost of living, like if your income staying the same, like you've got to do something else to, to match the, the market and, you know, figure that out. Um, I know for myself, kind of like you said, you know, utilizing what you already have. So my property management business, when I first opened that, um, we were doing long-term rent, we were doing long-term and short-term properties, but then we decided like about two years into it that we only wanted to do short-term rentals. Um, 
which we bring in more income through the short-term rental industry, but not even just that. We just really enjoy doing short-term rentals. It's completely different than long-term. People think it's the same thing, but it's just completely different, Mm -hmm. especially even like the opportunities for income that we've, that we've bought in. Um, I've been to a lot of conferences in regards to short-term rental software companies, um, and just meeting other short-term rental companies. And I've been able to learn a lot of how to bring in additional income other than just commission from that business. Um, example would be, um, one of the things we have issues with is smoking, um, in our units. So, um, instead of just like, you know, slapping the guests on the rest, we started charging a smoking fee. So I went and invested about, I spent about a thousand dollars investing in ozone machines. So we bought about, I bought about four. Um, and then we charged the guests two fifty every time they smoke in our units. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's easy to remediate, like not even when they smoke in our units, but also when they smoke outside, yeah. because they're not allowed to smoke on the premises at all. Cause they, you can tell, cause they leave cigarette butts everywhere, mm-hmm. it just, which is time consuming to have someone come and pick up before yeah. the next guest comes in. Um, so we have in our contracts, they're not a lot of smoke on the premises, period. And if we find a cigarette butt, but I'm charging them two fifty. Yeah. Um, and that's another great source of income I've been able to add into our business. There's that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there we're planning on offering grocery delivery services at the beginning of the year, um, and car services, valet from the airport, um, just different things like that that we're able to mm-hmm. use to generate more income from, you know, from the property man- management standpoint. So not only are we making money off the commission, but we're also making money off of other things that we're able to offer guests, but also also violations that guests have had. That, that guests do. Yeah. Um, and what I'm hearing, which is perfect, is that what you're doing is you're solving a problem. Yeah. You're, provided, you're providing a service that solves a problem. Because I think if we think about it in that way, less about how can I make money, but what inconveniences are there? What problems are there? And how can we provide the solution Correct. and then profit from that? And that if we think about it that way, then it's really the possibilities are endless. Agreed. But Agreed. it definitely takes planning and strategy yes. and all of that. But also, you know, talking to other people, seeing what other people are doing um, and what are they implementing, how are they implementing these things um, mm-hmm. to kind of help better service our guests, our clients and, and that aspect. Um, so that's been very, very helpful for me. And also one of the things that I utilize is Facebook. Like yeah. I'm, in a, I'm in a ton of Facebook groups um, and it's been able to help educate me on different things that we can do as well, other than the mm-hmm. personal connections I have with other companies. Um, so yeah. 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 Um, I think that if anyone doesn't know anyone personally to ask these things for, I feel like Facebook groups are mm-hmm. freaking phenomenal for that. Yeah. Um, you can even, if you don't, if you're too nervous, you can even, you know, make a post anonymously. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, the resources are out there. Um, you just got to look for them. I see a lot of people that are in our generation, you know, so thirties, twenties, and you know, a little bit younger where it's easy to just blame society, mm-hmm. the economy, the government and, you know, and no one educating you or you not having the resources, Correct. but you know, not everybody has the resources. Not everyone gets educated and, mm-hmm. you know, in so many ways, but it's your job to educate yourself as well. Like at what, at some point you've got to take accountability for that and, and invest the time in yourself to read books, do research to figure out X, Y, Z, if that's truly something you want to do. So I totally agree with that. Yeah, it's so true. And sometimes, you know, you're not handed things in life. Mel Robin famously has this quote, I see it all over the place that nobody's coming. The only option you have is you. Mm. So if you're relying on other people, although it would be nice to have them, you really can't count that anyone else is going to come and save you. Anyone else is going to bring you up from where you came from. I know that you and I have similar experiences that we weren't necessarily 
given the best or easiest start um, to our adult life or to the industry, but you can still make the choices along the way and educate yourself. And if you choose to be a victim, that's your choice, right? But if you can choose to educate yourself, and nine times out of 10, you didn't learn it in school. Mm -hmm. Your parents didn't teach you. You weren't given the resources you needed. You weren't given the connections, but through work ethic and education, you can certainly get to where you need to be. Exactly. And I love that quote. I've never heard it before, but that's literally like spot on. Um, I don't even know for me, even in real estate, and I'm sure you can relate to this, like the course course teaches you the bare minimum, but what are you going to do to further educate yourself to be a good agent um, or get, or truly get the experience that you need in the industry? Um, I know for myself, like I, I literally, when I came to the Athens, Athens has all of these different, I feel like I'm maybe even mentioned this in another, in another podcast, um, but Athens has all of these different, like towns within the city. Like they mm-hmm. think there's like five or six of them. Yeah. Um, and I literally took a map, drew out where everything, everything was learned the area, drove around, but that was me taking, taking the necessary steps I needed to, to further educate myself on the market that I was coming into so I could better serve my clients and yeah. know what I was talking about. Um, so again, nobody said, Alina, you need to sit here and take a map to, to learn Athens or, you know, whatever I had to take, I had to, I, the day I knew for myself, this is something I was going to have to do to be successful in this market. And yeah. it's, I had to educate myself on that. So I think it's very vital for people to understand, like you said, like you're like the chances of you getting handed or someone having to hold your hand the entire way is entirely slim. And quite honestly, I'm totally here to help people grow and and be supportive, but I also don't like to hold people's hand. Like I'm not mm-hmm. going to sit here and tell you to Google something. Mm-hmm. Um, like you're going to take accountability, take yeah. the necessary steps that you need to further educate yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think everyone's open to helping other people, but nobody wants to hold somebody's hand, yeah. especially if they're not willing to do the work themselves to educate themselves on whatever they want to do. Yeah. A hundred percent. I have some new agents that will come to me and ask me, what are your secrets? Where do you get your leads? You know, and just like you said, I'm always happy to help people, but then they won't even show the minimum effort to yeah. try to do anything on their own. They won't look anything up. They won't read. They won't do research. They won't implement anything. Yeah. They just want everything for free. And that's not the way life works because in the long run, you have to be self-sustaining, self-sufficient and self-motivated. Totally agree. Totally agree. So I think that wraps us up for today. Um, join us next week. We will talk about balancing work life and personal life and what that looks like. You can find us wherever you listen to podcasts and connect with us on social media.